0: Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we're going to talk about a thorn in the flesh. Yes, a thorn in the flesh. Let's go into 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. I love the word of God. I hope you love the word of God. I love the word of God. So it says this are because of these suppressedly great revelation, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficiency for you, for my power is made perfect in weaknesses. Therefore, I will boost all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecution, and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh my God. And so Apostle Paul made a trip across the um uh, the Sea of Corinthians to deal with the um further problems in the church. This visit was a painful one for Apostle Paul in the congregation after this painful visit, reports reached. Paul at Ephesians, that in the agonists were still attacking him and his apostles' authority at Corinth, in the Corinthian, in hopes of persuading a portion of the church to reject Apostle Paul. In response to this... Report Paul wrote in Second Corinthians from Macedonia. Shortly thereafter, Paul traveled to Corinthian again, where he remained for about three months. Apostle Paul reaffirmed his integrity and apostles' authority, clarifying his motives and warned them against. For the rebellions against the false teachings, since many of the problems arising in Corinthians concern behavior and morals, morals. So, Apostle Paul may are on ethical advice in a correspondence. The leading principle he uses is that all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. This principle goes beyond legislations, simply do, do's and don'ts. Instead, it cultivate a mature and responsible faith that will provide guidance for every moral problem. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 8, the word of God says this. Are because of these suppressively great revelation, therefore in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. The word "then thorn" communicates the idea of a pain, trouble, suffering, humiliation, or physical infirmities, but not temptation to sin. Apostle Paul's thorn can readily apply this um apply to us in spiritual of these messages to themselves at uh, at the same time. Sorry, at the same time, Apostle Paul, thorns was given to keep him from becoming proud over revelations that he had received from God. God loves us. He will will have pride from us and keep us from being exalted above measure in spiritual burdens in order to cure spiritual pride. This thorn in the flesh is said to be a messenger of Satan, which did not sin with a good design, but on the contrary, with ill intentions. To discour- discourage the apostle Paul who had been so highly favored of God and hindering him in his word. But God designed this for good. He overruled it for good. He made this messenger of of Satan to be so far from being a hindrance that it was a a help for Paul. Many times when God answers a sincere prayer with a refusal, something much better is given. What what thorn is in your flesh that you are facing in this season? could it be trouble could it be sickness could it be hard times could it be humility know that as christians as his as a thorn in our flesh that makes us stay humble not not a not a know-it-all <laughs> Not a know-it-all. It makes us stay humble to depend upon Lord. Because Lord, is thrown in my flesh knows I cannot do it without you. This thorn in my flesh, I wish you take it out of me, but you're not. So Lord, I depend upon you to make me stay humble and not prideful that I know everything. Because I don't, and you don't either. Hmm. Let's keep going on. So Apostle Paul wasn't ashamed to be vulnerable. He wasn't ashamed to share his weaknesses. He knew that while he was weak, that his strength was within him, which which was from Christ Jesus. Apostle Paul's story kept him dependent in greater measure on divine grace. To know, God, I can't do this without you. To know, God, I need your wisdom. I need your knowledge. I need your understanding. I need your rammer. I need your logos. I need your revelation. I need your help because I am weak without you. Let's get back into the word of God. So let's go into Hebrews, Hebrews Hebrews chapter 12, verse five through six. The word of God says this. And have you completely forgot this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you, because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastises everyone he accepts as his son. (laughs) We don't talk about that that much in church. (laughs) Everybody want to hear about blessings. Everybody want to be encouraged. Everybody want to be lifted up. (laughs) But many people don't talk about suffering in church. Many of us don't talk about chastising in church. Many of us don't talk about our weaknesses in church. But Apostle Paul is telling us in the word, it is better for us to boost about our weaknesses. It is better for us to boost about our our, our persecution and our afflictions. Because when I am weak, then I know I am strong. Because greater is he that's in me, than he that's in this world. Because I know I cannot do it without lord jesus christ so sometimes in the church yes we need to hear suffering sometimes in the church yes we need to hear correction sometimes in the church well, yes we need to hear our heavenly father giving us a thorn in our flesh because we depend upon him and to show our weaknesses that without him we are nothing but filthy rags hmm. let's keep going on and so the chastisement chastis- chastis- of the lord are a sign that we are god's children and assurance of god's love and concern for us we may, I'm sorry, we not we may, there are two possible consequences of Lord's discipline. We may endure the hardship God leads us through, submit to God's will, and continue to remain faithful. By doing this, we will continue to live as God's spiritual children. Ensure his holiness, it will yield the fruit of righteousness. We may despise the discipline of our father and rebel against God because of the suffering and hardship, thereby fall away from God. Under God's will, trouble may come as a result of our spiritual warfare, with Satan as a test to strengthen our faith in our works as a preparation for us to comfort others and to manifest the life of Jesus Christ. So let's go back into 2 Corinthians chapter um, 12, verse 9 through 10. The word of God says this, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weaknesses. Therefore, I will boost all more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses in insults and in hardships and persecution and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So to be highly favored means to be highly graced. It doesn't mean you are better than another person. It doesn't mean that I am better than another person. It doesn't mean you will suddenly avoid or rise above all problems in life. That is a lie. That's not true. You're still going to deal with problems. You're still going to deal with issues in life. It means we have been touched by God's grace, being highly favored by the grace of God. Look at some of the examples of T.D. Jakes. He says this, if you are hanging, if you are hanging strong in your marriage, even though there are difficulties, you are highly favored. If you have children in the home, out of the home, who are making good choices and reaching upward to be better themselves and be productive in society, you are highly favored. If you are holding down a job that helps put food on your table and pay the bills each month, you are highly favored. If you got a college degree, you are highly favored. If you, are, if you have a spouse you can lean on or a friend you can confine in or a bathtub you hide, you can hide in for a few moments of peace each day, you are highly favored. Why? Because you did nothing to earn or deserve these blessings. We are receptions of God's grace. Let me say it again. We are receptions of God's grace. The greater our weaknesses and trials for Christ, the more grace God God will give to accomplish his will. Let me say this sentence again. The greater our weaknesses and trials from Christ, the more grace God will give to accomplish his will. What he gives is always sufficiency for for us to live our daily lives, to work for him, and to endure our suffering and thorns in the flesh. As long as we draw near to Christ, Christ will give us his heavenly strength and comfort us. We should boost and see internal value in our weaknesses for they cause Christ's power to rest on us and live within us as we walk through life towards our heavenly father. Let's go back into the word of God. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, it says this. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So when I am weak, then I am strong. See, we think that we have to be strong, independent, and think we are supposed to carry these problems on our own. But the devil is a liar. Let me say it again. We, let, we, let we, we want to be strong. We think we should be strong, independent, and think, think that we can carry these problems on our own. But the devil is a liar. No, God said when we are weak, then we are stronger. It is his power. That gives us strength to not give up. It is his power to help us stay in our marriage. It is his power to help us get back into school. It is his power that heals our brokenness. It is his power that paid us, paid for us to be saved by his grace. It is as children of God. We boost about our weaknesses to shame the devil. That didn't stop me because I had a divorce. That didn't stop me because I was a teenager mother. That didn't stop me because my dad abandoned me. That didn't stop me because I came from poverty. But God, but God, but God saved me. And when we are weak, then we are strong. If we are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, what we all need is remember that our God's promises that is with, is within us. And so my question for you today, what thorn are you flesh that you're dealing with in your flesh? Do you know that the thorn in your flesh is for us to stay humble and depend upon God? Do you know that God knows your weaknesses? Do you know that God already knows what you're dealing with in your circumstances? And that thorn in our flesh means we need to stay humbly dependent upon God. And when we don't stay humbly and depend upon God and we choose to reject God and when we choose to rebel against God, that means we deal with consequences of the choices that we choose to make. Either we're going to deal with this thorn in our flesh and tell God I am weak without you. And I will endure this suffering. I will endure this hardships. I will endure this circumstances. And I believe that it's going to work out for my good because that's what you say in your word. And I love you, Lord. Oh, we can be rebellious and be like Pharaoh and have a hard heart and be mean and thinking that we are a God and we are not. Because there's only one living God. And he will humble us up on top of our little mountains when we think we got it going on. And he'll bring us back down to the pits to let you know that he is the living God. Regardless of your decision of rebelling against him, regardless of your decision of rejecting him, that he is God alone. And there ain't no God like him. There is no God before him and there's definitely no God after him. He is God alone. So to realize as God's children, That we all have a thorn in our flesh, if we be honest with ourselves. And that thorn in our flesh is for us to humbly depend upon our Lord Jesus Christ. To ask him for his help. To ask him for his guidance. To ask him to get through these storms. To get through this pain. To heal this pain. To heal this brokenness. I might not understand, Father. But I am weak right now. Please help me be strong while I am weak. Please help me be effective while I am weak. Please let your glory shine through my weaknesses, Father. Because when we are weak, then we are strong. Do you believe what God says? Are you going to believe your circumstances or your situations? But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Through good times, through bad times, through suffering, through joyful moments, every season we will serve the Lord and he will get us through it because we are the child of the most high God and the thorn in our flesh is to remind us we need his grace. We need his help. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. God bless you. Bye.